Hi, this is The Gathering Church in Windsor, Ontario, and I'm Pastor Garth Lino. Welcome to our podcast. Almost everyone on the planet is haunted by a few pressing personal questions about life. Uh, That became evident way back in 1943 when Abraham Maslow developed his hierarchy of needs. And every student of psychology has studied uh, his theory since then. But these three questions, the three questions we are talking about this morning, are even more basic, more foundational, more straightforward than Maslow's theory. What are these three questions that everyone seems to be haunted by in some way or another? What are they? Question number one, will I be loved? Everybody's got that question. It's universal. Question number two, will people tolerate me once they really get to know me? (laughs) Once they discover who I really am, will they really love me and accept me and tolerate me? Question number three, will I have what I need to live on? In some way, everyone fears rejection, judgment, and poverty. In some way or another, everyone is haunted by those things. In some way, every person who's ever lived is on a hunt for love and scared to death that he won't find it. And that's why love stories are are so compelling. That's why a good love story is always popular. And in some way, also, everyone fears judgment. She fears the hammer will come down on her because she's failed to measure up, and now she'll spend the rest of her life paying for her mistakes. That's why stories of mercy and forgiveness are so deeply moving for us. And in some way, everybody is afraid of being poor. We're all afraid of not having enough provisions to live on. Maybe not so much here in North America or in Southwest Ontario, but certainly in Nigeria and other countries. People are worried about that. It's a day-to-day thing for them. We're afraid that success will escape us and and we'll end up as beggars on the street or worse. We're afraid that we won't have enough to, to, uh, to retire on comfortably or retire, period. We're afraid that we won't have enough for those end of life decisions that have to be made. We're afraid of that. And so, so that's why the rags to riches stories are so appealing to us. We love those stories. But isn't it absolutely amazing that each of these fundamental human fears are addressed by and solved by the gospel of Jesus Christ? And they really are. Each one of these three fundamental human fears is addressed by the gospel and solved by the gospel of Jesus Christ. In the first place, the gospel is the world's best love story. 
1 John 3.16 says, By this we know love, that Jesus laid down his life for us. I mean, the, the, the gospel is a story of a God of love who places his love on people who don't deserve his love. That's the gospel story. And it's an amazing story, wouldn't you agree? This God sends the son of his love to make a sacrifice of love so that his children can be welcomed into his arms of love and become a community of love that takes his love to those who are desperate for his love. It's an amazing love story. Second, the gospel is the world's most amazing forgiveness story. Colossians 1 declares it. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, which equals the forgiveness of sins. To be redeemed means to be forgiven. And, and Paul Tripp says it's the story, the gospel is the story of one who was willing to die for crimes he did not commit so that the people who committed those crimes would be fully and completely forgiven for those crimes along with every other wrong they have done or ever would do. It's an amazing story. The gospel is an amazing story of a righteous God who made a way through the sacrifice of his son for rebels against his authority to be forgiven without compromising his holiness in any way. I mean, just it's mind-blowing. The gospel is the, the world's most amazing forgiveness story. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I, I never heard anything like this prior to coming to faith in Jesus Christ back in 1940. <laughs> never heard anything like it. Blew me away. It still does. And I think the, the longer I'm in the way, the more amazed I am. And singing that song this morning, I'm broken inside. It breaks me up to know that somebody else had to die so that I could be rescued and set free. That breaks me up every time. It's an amazing story. But third, the gospel is the world's greatest provision story also. We're all afraid we won't have enough, that our needs won't be met, that, ah, poverty. Who wants to be faced with that? Scripture says, Psalm 34.10, the young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord, mm, 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 lack no good thing. And then we turn over to Luke 12, the passage that Dave uh, read this morning. Luke chapter 12, verse 22 to 24. And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on, for life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Man, we need that message today, don't we? Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet, God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? 
exclamation mark at the end of that sentence because the, the translators are trying to get across the, the emphasis in this, this passage. You are so much more valuable than the birds. God looks after every need of the birds. They don't have a storehouse. They don't have a barn. They don't have a granary. They don't, you know, they can't stop off at Tim's on the way to work as they fly to work. None of that. They've got none of that. God gives them everything they need. And if he does that for the birds, how much more is he going to do that for us? Who Psalm 8 says, have been clothed with glory and honor. Woohoo! Praise the Lord. The gospel is a story about a God who created, owns, and controls everything. And he opens his vast storehouse of provision to impoverished mavericks like us who deserve nothing, but who get everything in him. Sinking in? Wow. The gospel is a story of no needed provision withheld and no required gift ungiven. It's an amazing story. The gospel is, a, is the story of a stream of supply that never, ever, 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 ever runs out. It just keeps flowing. <sighs> Praise God. So if you are God's child this morning, if you've come to faith in Jesus Christ, if you've put your confidence and trust in the Lord, recognize that you're saved by His grace through your faith, then you don't have to be haunted by these questions. I think we still have them. We still consider them, you know. I certainly do. At my age, now that I'm over 35, I think about retirement. Will I have enough to retire on? I mean, we just naturally think about those things, right? And you, you go into a, a new setting, a new environment, a new place, a new, a new church, and you wonder, are they going to love me? And once they get to know me, will they, will they still love me? And so we deal with these fundamental human questions still. But if you are God's child, you don't have to be haunted by them anymore. You don't have to be haunted by them. They are fundamental questions of human life that have been answered in the person and work of our Savior, Jesus Christ. They're answered. These are questions that are answered by the gospel story. The most amazing story ever. Because of Jesus, you are loved. And because of Jesus, you are forgiven. And because of Him, you have everything you need. You see, the gospel changes everything. We're, we're, we're convinced of that here. And you may hear that a few times if you stick around. We believe the gospel changes everything. And we don't have to be haunted by those questions anymore. Because in Jesus, we're loved and forgiven and provided for. Everything we need, we have in Him. Amen, amen. and amen. Let's pray together. Father, thank you. Oh, what an amazing, wonderful story it is. When we survey the wondrous cross 
on which the Prince of Glory died, Lord, we see everything we need. We see His love when we look at the cross. We see His forgiveness when we look at the cross. We see His provision and we say, Thank you, Jesus. We, we bow in awe at the sacrifice and humility of Your incarnation, Lord Jesus. Father, we're so thankful that You will never forget us or renege on Your promise to complete Your good work in us and in our church. And, and we're just so ready to be made more like Jesus. This is our year, 2016. This is the year when we will become a little more like Jesus. We're so ready, Lord, to live in a world of no more brokenness, no more sin, no more death. We're so ready for that. So bring it. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And as we celebrate communion together this morning, as a church family, Father, let us see Jesus in all of His glory and strength. For we pray this in the high and holy name, Jesus. Amen.